Blue Beetle's in theaters now, but is it more of a Black Panther or a Green Lantern? I break down where it falls on the superhero color spectrum right now. Hello everybody, I'm Dan Merle and this is my review for Blue Beetle, which was certainly not supposed to be the most anticipated or possibly successful DC movie of the summer, and yet post-Flash, here we are. Sholo Maraduena suits up for the first time as Jaime Reyes, a recent college graduate looking for a step up to help his family live a better life in the Edge Keys, a fictional geographic region that's centered around a metropolis that, oh, actually that's kind of confusing, centered around an urban center called Palmera City. Jaime is the son of Mexican immigrants and lives with his parents, his sister Milagro, his grandmother, and his uncle Rudy, an amateur tech genius played by George Lopez. Jaime's life is turned upside down when he bonds symbiotically with an alien scarab that grants him a super suit and an endless technological arsenal. This is a superhero film, you just have to go with these things. All of this happens much to the chagrin of evil industrialist Victoria Cord, played by Susan Sarandon, who wants that scarab for herself. Victoria's niece Jenny, played by Bruna Marquezine, is a key ally who's looking to redeem the Cord family name and keep her aunt from wielding an unbeatable alien arsenal. It's still up in the air exactly where Blue Beetle falls as far as the future or past of these DC films go. My guess is if this character is well-liked and the movie's successful, then Blue Beetle will be included in the new DC universe, and if people don't like the character and or if the movie bombs, then it'll just be swept out with everything else that's headed out the door. To its credit, this film doesn't really tie itself to any particular DC universe. It is just part of a DC Universe. There are references to DC characters, but not specific iterations of those characters. So no, this does not feature the third, fourth, fifth Gal Gadot cameo, complete with her theme music. It's a very non-committal film as to exactly where it stands in regards to the characters that we know or don't know. And this isn't the only area where Blue Beetle plays it safe, because on a story level, this is really just a Frankenstein's monster of other superhero films that you've already seen. Actually, it's more like a Xerox copy of a Frankenstein's monster of other superhero films. There are elements of the MCU Spider-Man, of Venom, of Iron Man, and of basically every superhero origin where an average guy gets superpowers, spends the first act figuring out how to use those powers, spends the second act building his confidence, and then has a big third act fight against a supervillain who also has the same powers. On the comic book superheroics level, I imagine that Blue Beetle would be most enjoyed by people who have seen five or fewer comic book films in their lives. Any more than that, and this movie's going to start feeling awfully familiar. It actually reminds me of a movie that I reviewed last week that's coming out in theaters next week, which is Gran Turismo, which I thought was a film that was most enjoyable to people that have not had heavy exposure to the tropes of the underdog sports movie. But Blue Beetle and Gran Turismo also share another key similarity, which is that both movies are saved from being absolutely tedious by charismatic actors and by characters that are likable. Blue Beetle is getting deserved hype for being DC's first Latino superhero to get a solo movie, and this movie is infused with cultural authenticity and love for family that makes it still feel unique despite its well-worn beats in the comic book genre. And this authenticity comes through probably, or most certainly because, Warner Brothers turned to actual Latino talent to bring Blue Beetle to life. 
There are very few false beats in the script from screenwriter Gareth Dunnett Alcacer, who, like the Reyes family, has roots in Mexico, and there's passionate direction from director Angel Manuel Soto, who was born in Puerto Rico. And this is yet another example of how infusing projects like this with viewpoints from creators, diverse creators, creators from different life experiences, can pay off. Because if this had been a different version of Blue Beetle, one with a much more generic backstory, then this would have been a really, really boring boring movie. It is only through bringing Jaime and the Reyes family to the screen and telling the story of this Blue Beetle that this movie is saved. Sholo Maradueno was a great choice and a good fit for this character. I don't watch Cobra Kai, so I hadn't really seen him before, but he's able to believably play Jaime across the emotional spectrum, and he's asked to do a lot of different things in the movie. I really do hope that this character does return because I don't want Merduena to shoulder the burden of corporate incompetence for this version of Blue Beetle to never be used again just because the studio really couldn't get their acts together for over a decade. The other major standout in the cast is George Lopez as Jaime's Uncle Rudy. He gets the funny lines and the most to do in the family, but he also embodies the spirit of the Reyes family, achieving what he can do with the tools that he has, always aspiring to do more, and first and foremost, most looking out for his family. He's also the resident conspiracy theorist of the Reyes family, and I read that there were some people that got upset because there was a line from this character that made it into the trailers where he calls Batman a fascist. It's like Batman stuff. Batman's a fascist. Well, first of all, in the context of the movie, that line makes absolute sense because this character of Uncle Rudy is convinced that everybody in the world is one step away from kicking down the Reyes family's door. So it's no surprise that he would think that of Batman as well. And secondly, I mean, listen, Batman is easily my favorite comic book character of all time. But the only reason that we see him as a hero is that his unilateral moral code just so happens to sync up with societies. If Batman was a few degrees either way, then we'd probably be agreeing with Uncle Rudy as far as what we think of the character. Crusader. Blue Beetle the movie is really in a tug of war between the cold corporate feel of the superhero stuff and the warm authenticity of the Reyes family and of Jaime and of his story. I was actually much more invested in how the Reyes family was going to be able to survive in a neighborhood that was being rapidly gentrified by these big corporations that were taking over Palmera City. That was far more interesting to me than the umpteenth version of evil industrialist wants to build an unbeatable army using crazy futuristic tech. I've seen that before. It seems like the creators knew what they had in the Reyes family because they are involved in the film from beginning to end, but even still, there is a point at which the switch is flipped and this just becomes the same superhero thing that you've seen over and over. And that's not the first time this has happened in the DC Universe. The first Wonder Woman film to a certain extent, was very much like that. It had a really, really interesting, compelling first, you know, two acts and a half, and then at the end, you just had to have the same big fight with the screaming villain and whatnot. It's very similar here. If you've seen one guy in a suit movie, then you've seen Blue Beetle. And so I kind of go back and forth with the movie, but the warmth of the characters and the love they have for each other and the way that these actors 
are able to show that love really kind of warms the movie up enough for me not to have totally checked out of it or to have really thought that it had no stakes for me whatsoever. It would have been great if the superhero elements felt as fresh as these characters, but because it does feel so bland in parts, Blue Beetle stays on the upper edge of its fine on my scale, bordering on its good. Like Gran Turismo, I think that this movie is going to be a crowd pleaser, and I also think specifically for Latino audiences, this will be a very enjoyable movie because of the cultural authenticity, because of the focus on family. Again, this doesn't feel like pandering. There were even certain references and stuff that went way over my head, but that I know will connect with a Latino audience, and I think that that's great. I think it's good to see yourself and your culture reflected back on the screen through different projects, and I think that that is one of the assets that this movie really has working for it. I wish that Blue Beetle could have been as groundbreaking for Latino superheroes in this DC universe as Black Panther was in the MCU, or Wonder Woman was in the DCEU. But given the kind of dire situation that we've had around superhero movies lately, it could have been worse, and I know that seems like faint praise, but also, hopefully, this is a signal of brighter things to come for this character. Because even though I found this specific movie somewhat forgettable outside of the characters in it, I do think that there is a lot of possibility and a lot of potential to be mined with Blue Beetle if they can figure out a way, finally, to make this a coherent DC universe. So those are my thoughts on Blue Beetle. What do you think? Will you be heading out to the theater to see it this weekend? Let me know down in the comments below. And as always, stay tuned right here on the channel. I've got streaming charts coming up very soon. I'll be covering the opening weekend box office on Charts with Dan next week. And I'll also be doing reviews of Ahsoka, the first couple of episodes coming up next week, as well as movie news, reviews, box office, and more. Thank you so much for spending part of your day with me. Until next time, stay safe, and I'll see you then. Bye. Need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.